Mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two. Now. Hello? Hi. Oh. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> Too many MCs, not enough mics. Every time. It's just I should stop because it's really terrible. I don't think so. Really? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I thought. I didn't just answer. You just didn't just tell you what you wanted to hear. That's true. Yeah. You know. Okay, thanks. I'll continue. You're welcome. <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh, boy. So the cat just puked. <laughs> Good times. That's our life. Good times. Yeah, and whether we're here or at my place, there's always going to be cat puke somewhere. There's going to be cat hair, cat puke, cat mm-hmm. poop. Yep. And uh, they do it all. They do it all. And then we drink. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. That's the secret <laughs> to life. Mommyhood. Am I right? I'm telling you. Ugh. I was, they were both being brats today. Oh no. Yeah. Why? Well, well, so like I cleaned out my closet, so I'm getting rid of a ton of stuff. And then also like I boxed up like winter stuff, you mm. know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so in my tiny apartment, that is that now means there are boxes. <laughs> like oh. they're in the way and it has thrown off the entire flow. And oh, no. so now everyone's pissed and they're just extra <laughs> cranky. <laughs> and so they're fighting and like, even like Scarlet was chasing Giuseppe this morning, but like he definitely wow. started it. He was like stalking her in the litter box, you know, and it's like rude. Yeah. It's very rude. I and I see. go and I like rush him off, but then he acts <laughs> like I'm abusive. So anyway, they were both being little shits this morning and then I had to come here. And so at the front door, I turned around and I said, I'm leaving. Because you're both being bad, and I don't think I'm coming back. Oh, the ultimate mom threat. Uh-huh. I think my mom used to threaten that. Yeah. She'd be like, I'm leaving, and I'm never coming back you, uh-huh. until you start behaving yourselves. Oh, well, mine, I was going to say, I got to get this out on the cat so I don't ever do that to a child. And now I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, my mom totally did that to us. See? She'd also use the line, I brought you into this world, uh-huh. and I can take you out. I heard that one. <laughs> Also, my parents would halfway pretend that there used to be a child before me who was very naughty and didn't make it. Are you serious? Well, I think I, 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 think I always knew they were bullshitting about that. But in the back of your head, you were like, but yeah. what if? But they also did. I really liked, um, this is this is a good strategy. Uh, they like, I'd be like, this is child abuse. And they'd be like, good, go call CPS. They'll my take mom- you away. Oh my God. My parents would throw that. They'd be like, fine. <laughs> Call the cops. Go. We didn't know what CPS yeah. was. <laughs> I'm gonna call the cops on you. Fine, go ahead, call yeah. them. Here's the phone. And then that. Oh, never mind. Yeah, that song came out. Uh, uh, they made up their minds and they started packing. They left before the sun came up that day. My mom would like aggressively dance that song and be like, "Wouldn't that be great? We could just abandon our children." <laughs> if we were being little shits my mom would start singing that they oh just God. drove off and left it all behind them <laughs> <laughs> it 
it does sound, I don't even have kids. I'm like, that sounds great. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just like the romance well, of running away from everything. You know what's, you know, uh, this is perfect because we were really abusing dads last week. So now we got to let moms have it. Yeah, got moms. 2019 moms, <laughs> I'm sure do, they know they can't yeah. threaten that shit anymore. Uh-huh. But yeah, moms, be careful with those <laughs> abandonment no, it, threats. <laughs> it gives us really good stories. It so. does, doesn't it? And then we say, I won't do that. Although I do tell Tuesday... I do say like I I brought you into this world and or I'll say like I rescued you from yeah. the streets and I can put you back on them. Yeah, no, yeah. literally, uh, just technically, Giuseppe is still my foster. I'll oh. be like, do you want me to take you back? <gasps> oh shit! I can never do it. And I'm very upset. <laughs> no, no, you won't. You won't. You won't. It's just threats. It's just threats. I would never upsetting. put Tuesday back on the streets. What could you? I can't even imagine. Could you? Tuesday wouldn't last a minute. I mean, there are literally times when I'm like, Giuseppe, you kind of suck. Oh, like you kind yeah. of suck, but like I, I don't really like him all the time, but I still love him. I know as I feel Tuesday, and he drives me snuggly. Oh, I know when they get snuggly and they spoon with you, and mm-hmm. you're just like, I love you so much. Yeah. And then they they scratch your face, and you're like, you fucking piece of shit. Mm-hmm. <sighs> this is all of the love <sighs> and hate it's and complicated and being a relationship mother. and all the stuff you are gonna hear on Banshees and Boots, a paranormal podcast with a shot of liquid courage. I am still burping out of my nose. Good. Yeah, it feels good. I feel I feel like a dragon, <laughs> a drunk dragon. <laughs> We need to get some of those um, tingly. They have that uh, that ice cream that you can eat. That's got the dry ice that makes you <sighs> blow out smoke. Stop it! Yeah, it's like a it's a real like Asian thing. I saw it when I was in San so Francisco. Cool. Does it taste good like ice cream? I didn't try it. Oh, I just watched okay. other people try it. And then you I could just I blow had. smoke out of your nose. Uh-huh. Oh my! Or you could smoke a it's cigarette. It's called like dragon ice cream. Oh, oh. Here's well, a better version. Yeah, that's smoke a, lot a ciggy. Easier. And just exhale through your nose. There, you're a dragon. It also looks cool. It does. It looks so cool. Kids, don't smoke. Don't smoke. Don't listen to this podcast. Yeah, we curse. We curse. Get off. Speaking of, oh, I swear, I mentioned Micah in every episode, but she's such a fun supporter and she sends so many great memes. But she, so her step, I, I might be wrong. I think it's her stepmom. Oh my God, is motherfucking badass doing a ghost hunt in <gasps> our old hometown in Florida? Oh, like, that's right. Yes. yes. So she's investigating this very old, and I'm sure super haunted place called the House of Refuge, which back in the olden days, I th- it's on the beach. It's on the, o- the Atlantic Ocean side. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I don't know. Like it's, It was a place for like ships to come in and, yeah. and chill. Um, so, but it's a structure on land and so she's doing an investigation. So, uh, Micah recommended our podcast and was like, you should listen to Banshees and Booze. Micah texted me and she's like, yeah. And that was the week, uh, the week that I recommended her start listening. Uh, cause she said, I think she asked like, where should I jump in? She's like, just, you could jump yeah. in anywhere. Just listen to the most recent drop. Oh, no. That most recent was it drop. the donkey punching one? Yes! <laughs> Fuck. I regret it with every fiber of my being every fucking day. Do you really? I really do. Stop it. Really? No, I, I don't. Keep, I keep, it keeps oh. getting brought up to me too. Oh, no. So. She goes, yeah. So it turns out that was the succubus episode oh, and no. you guys were, you guys literally were talking about rib, rib bones up your butt. <laughs> Again, guys, can we remind you we drink during this podcast? We can't control. We do two of them in a row. Yeah, we're already drunk from our last record that we just did. So look, 
We got more drinking to do. There's an E on purpose. Kids don't listen. Yeah, e. and moms don't listen. That's you right. know what? Nobody listen. <laughs> But please just but subscribe also, and like subscribe download and the podcast pretend, and then just like just give us ratings. Play, yeah. Just but turn the down, volume all the way down. Yeah. Download it. Subscribe. I think it's really the, it's just based on subscriptions, right? So it's like, subscri- well, I think they okay. have to listen. Oh, too. download, listen, subscribe, Press play, rate, turn the and volume down. Like everything on Instagram, but, but don't put, listen. Oh, and yeah. Follow us on all the social media outlets. My God. Yeah. But don't listen because the things that come out of our mouth is poopies. Speaking of, yes. I'm now I'm anxious and I want to put things in my mouth. Whoa, girl. Let's drink. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that too. <laughs> Damn it. There are no rib cages available, Tammy. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> That's strange. Okay. So. Look at these beautiful glasses. Thank They're you. so cool. They're thematic. They are. Um, so what the fuck are we doing this time? Technology. Technology. Which you brought up and I was oh, like, yeah. I'm sorry, what? And then I wound up with the coolest fucking story. Um, I had to drink a little because it's very full. Um, so yeah. uh, this uh, drink title was given to me. I literally said I was I was texting with Ben this morning, and I was like, "Help me come up with a drink for this episode. It's about haunted technology." And two point seven seconds later, he texts, "Prost in the machine." He's so good. I know. It's like Ghost in the Machine. Oh my God. He's so smart. I know. It's very annoying. God, he's good. I literally wrote back, God damn it. What is it like to be so smart? Seriously, Um, though. What is it like? It says, I don't know and I'll never know. I'll never know. So this is a nice German beer. This is some, well, it's Beck's. It's not a nice German beer, but it is a German beer. (laughs) And uh, it's what was available at CVS. So uh, that's uh, that's what we're having. And we're having in these cute little steins. Steins. So prost. Prost in the machine. machine. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, oh my God. That's yeah, good. That is a beer. That is a beer. Uh-huh. Uh, it exists. Did I say, oh my God, that's good? You did. I you're guess because I'm already polite. buzzed from the last episode. <laughs> last was much better. You know better. when you're a little drunk and you're like, that is delicious. Yeah, we went from I sweet to it. Beck's. We so. went from delectably sweet to, mm-hmm. yes. That is what, you know what? I'll take it. So. I don't mind me a Beck's. I have. A Beck's in the morning. Oh, I almost burped. I tried so oh, hard. Did you see it? I saw it. I thought you were there thinking. There was so much concentration. You were. I, I was thought, thinking about burping. Uh, oh, I don't have to think about so, it. It just comes. Uh, I have an amazing up ghost and personal that got emailed to us. Oh my gosh. Should we start with it? Well, oh shit. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. Oh, it did feel like I was setting it up. Yeah. Well, I guess I was just trying to like, who should go first? Um, God, you're so first amazing. to burp. Always. Um. I could go. My research is a little bit on the longer side. Is it long? Mine's a little, but not bad. Well, I can go first. I don't mind hearing your voice for for a while. Ever? You just want to drink. (laughs) Uh oh. Oh my god. Yeah, because I always drink when you talk, and that means I don't drink a lot. Yeah, I'll share my wreath yarn. Okay, I love it. Um, Thank you for volunteering. My absolute pleasure. Um, Okay. First thing I pulled up was the scary picture I put. Oh, no. So we're talking about haunted technology. Yes. I got an insane story from MysteriousUniverse.com. Wait. (gasps) Are you fucking kidding me? Wait. I think I did MysteriousUniverse.com. Wait, what's yours about? Um, It was... 
the crone of the cat skills no do you mean no as in we did the same thing no oh god minus mysteriousuniverse.com though no it's it's about tv way oh my god mine's about 3d printers oh my god oh my god okay wait who who was the author did you write that down brent swanser he's good oh my god no fucking way. We're going to have to fucking tweet him. Brent, thank you for Brent. writing about haunted technology. Holy hell, Brent. This was seriously a topic that I was like, there's no way in hell. I know it was inspired by That's you downloading crazy. the Ouija board app yeah. and freaking me out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I Palo Santo the shit out of this place and we're good. good. We good. are good. Um, but yeah, I was like, if it weren't for Brent, I don't think we'd have topics today. I don't know if we would have. Honestly, this this came pretty easily to me. Me so. too. Oh my God. Brent Swanser for the win. Thank you, Brent. Thank you, Brent. I can't wait to hear what he has to say about 3D printers. Oh, my God. Girl, clue me in. And I'm going to drink my drink real fast. Yeah, you are. Because I'm going to have to drink it, then sober up so I can read a thousand pages. Oh, my God. I'm excited. Very excited. Yeah. Rest your voice. This is about the crone of the cat skills. It's a haunted object. And the story is about the world's first attempt to 3D print a haunted object. Fucking (laughs) Fuck, I love humanity. <laughs> Thank you, right? Way to Thank go, you. humans. Thank you. Yeah, way to go, fucking Brent and humans for doing it. Okay, so I'm going to read Brent. Oof, big fan. Um, okay, so we write. Uh, one of the most fascinating, fascinating inventions of recent times is the process of 3D printing, which I'm going to be honest, I don't get it. Um, what the fuck? It's, it scares me. I don't understand it. They do it in different ways. Like, you know, they'll do food, too. They can Stop. 3D print food. Well, so but you can't eat it, right? Yeah, you can. What? They put little packets of, like, protein shit. Stop. Yeah, so, so you know what 3D printers are? Mm-mm. They're basically just, like, replicators from Star Trek. I didn't watch Star Trek. Well, so it's like you go and you say T Earl Grey Hot and it just shows up. What well, the that's fuck basically is this witchery? So, like, one of the things they talk about sometimes, and then I swear I'm going to stop talking. Um, mm. uh, one of the things that's kind of a concern is 3D printing. So you could 3D print, like, fucking gun. <gasps> you know? But it, it works? It, I mean, it possibly could. Because, you know, you can use, like, wood guns. I'm sure you can use... Oh plastic. my god. Oh, so it prints plastic. Well, I was it thinking, prints all kinds of things. I was thinking like a paper diorama. Like oh, like well, a <laughs> it can do that. But but no, yeah, it's like it takes like a image or you can download uh like uh plans basically if somebody's uploaded and and you can and then you can print stuff. You can print your own shit. I hate that. I don't like this. Well, it's really good for things like, you know, it, it's making um, prosthetic limbs very cheap oh, because okay. you can like enter in people's specific dimensions and then just oh. print it right there. That's isn't weird. Fucking twi- print humans. Humans. What are we Humans are doing? killing it. Oh, Amy's distressed. Well, I'm, I'm so distressed. Okay, the prosthetic thing I like. My papa's folks had a prosthetic leg and huh. and it would be cool if they could have just printed one right up. Yeah. But I'm I think I have to see it to understand it because I'm still imagining the like the paper printer in my I'll office. Show, I'll show you some making pictures. like a paper mache version of a leg. And so we could just <laughs> I keep saying also talking, I'm lying. One of the things they're talking about lately is doing like Invisalign. So like if you had your own 3D printer, you could just every two weeks print up your own thing. Say what? I had Invisalign. Oh my Isn't God. And it was very expensive. And I had to go to the orthodontist every two weeks, get my new set mm-hmm. or yeah. What? 
Okay. I'll have to learn more about this. You know okay. what? Maybe Brent tells, tells us a little blah, 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 blah. <laughs> That was a lot. <laughs> oh, my God. Ooh. I know we're supposed to get coffee after this, but I think we need another drink. I think so, too. Um, Yay. Okay. So. Blah, blah, blah. 3D printing. Um, okay. So, oh, thank you, Brent. Ask and you shall receive. Um, so in the process of 3D printing, a three-dimensional object is recreated layer by layer based on computer-controlled data and scans of a model. Okay. Maybe I didn't read the whole article. Because okay. then I would have not had so many questions. It's okay. Um, I'm just glad that Brent is confirming what I said. Thank you, Brent. Such objects can be fashioned of almost any material and can be a wide range of shapes, sizes, uh, making the potential applications of the process virtually limitless. I'm terrified right now. Um, Indeed, 3D printing has been used in the automotive industry, the medical field, the military, the clothing industry, you name it. Tools, toys, parts, firearms, automotive and electrical components. I so fucking didn't read this. Scientific instruments, medical implants, prosthetic limbs, even food. I feel really (laughs) fucking smart right now. And I feel like an asshole because I definitely didn't read this. That was the couch cushion squish. Whoa. That's my cushion. So loud. I just need to, you to know I didn't fart. I know you don't fart like that. Never. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, sorry, Brent. I, I think I skipped to the ghost stuff um, when I read this. So mm-hmm. this is interesting. Um, almost anything can be conjured up seemingly from thin air by 3D printing in this day and age. Bizarrely and perhaps inevitably, 3D printing has even been used to reproduce actual haunted, cursed objects Christ. like that's one thing i'm like don't print guns and please don't print haunted cursed objects like why would you do that <laughs> so <clears throat> this whole weird experiment started with um the alleged discovery of a strange hand-carved statue uh they, it was found by some hikers um in this catskill Ma- catskill mountains in new york beautiful place I don't think I've ever been, but lovely. Um, so they were hiking and they found this in a cave. Yeah, that's Can, definitely haunted. That's so haunted. What we're looking at here is a hand-carved wooden sculpture. With a fucking noose. With a noose around it, a rope noose around its neck and, a, and six nails yeah. going through its eyes. Really fucking creepy, right? Yeah. So uh, the hikers uh, took this... Um, doll that they found in the cave and um they took it home with them cool um so almost immediately strange phenomena uh started happening to them uh it started with inexplicable bumps knocks thuds thumps and other noises um during the nighttime around the house when no one else was around um you know just the typical ghost stuff like uh the sense the feeling that you're being watched Mm -hmm. And shadowy apparitions began uh, appearing in their home. Um, like, you know, that nasty, fleshy smell that they say accompanies, like, demons. You know, when a demon is present, like, it smells rancid, apparently. No, oh, I don't really? know that. Okay. How well, dare you think I know that? Anytime you smell something not good, it's just a demon. Oh, that's hey, you why know? my, oh, my fridge has a demon in Yeah, it. my cat's litter box has so many oh, demons. Oh, my God, Oh, right? my gosh. My gut has a lot of demons. Yeah, my toilet is full of demons. De- Hollywood Boulevard? Demons. demons. Uh, literally, though, probably, for yeah. real. Uh, <laughs> um, 
through. Oh, okay. And then. And then. So then. The maple coin. Uh, so the, all this like typical ghost stuff started happening, right? Where they're just like, hmm, this is weird. I wonder why. And then they had uh, the doll would start moving on its own. Like the, the wooden sculpture thingy. Look, I don't victim blame, but you brought that fucking shit in your house. Yeah. In this case, yeah, guys. Yeah. It's like taking like a piece of lava rock from Hawaii. You're just bringing home bad juju. You really are. You can't do it. You're allowed. Can't leave it be. Why would you take that home and think, hey, a doll with a noose around its neck and, and nails. nails going through its eyeballs. Great centerpiece. Mm-hmm. Great, great coffee table book. Um, so the doll started moving on its own. It would change locations when no one was looking. And it was almost always later found in a different room where it was last left. And then even tiny mud print, muddy footprints. Mud print? Did I say mud print? You did. Okay, let me go back. Okay, rewind. No okay. gate. Even tiny muddy footprints were allegedly discovered around the house. And the pet dog, wait a minute, tiny muddy footprints, and they had a dog? Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> wait a minute. Um, uh, was apparent the dog was terrified of this thing, and it would pee all over the house on several occasions, which it had never done before, and then it would sometimes refuse to come inside. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. On one occasion, uh, the homeowner claims they saw an an, an, bleh, an entity crouching in a darkened room that looked like a haggard old crone, completely naked and dripping with water, with reflective eyes like those of a cat. Well, that's, that's a almost, pretty detailed account. It's almost just The Shining. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, did they bring home a haunted object in the shining no it was no there was the it was the sexy lady got out of the bathtub but then when he sees the reflection it's old lady old grossy grossy Mm -hmm. yeah that's how i feel sometimes (laughs) getting out of the bath and seeing my reflection (laughs) i just Uh, don't keep mirrors in there oh i have a very large mirror and it it reflects you in the shower and like when i get out of the shower in the bath it's my first thing i see is my naked body and it all depends on the time of day because yeah. sometimes with the lighting coming through the window i'm like hot Hi. girl you are working and uh-huh. and then other times i'm like wow who injected you with cottage cheese under your skin it's for that <laughs> who did that for me it's cottage cheese but then i'm also just like fucking what is this posture like <laughs> figure it out tammy you're an adult <laughs> I love that though. I love that you're like my fucking posture, man. (laughs) (laughs) It needs improvement. It needs improvement. (laughs) I'm just like laying on your couch. My posture is terrible. Terrible. I'm working with a wonderful trainer who's helping me with it. That's so great. Trying to develop back muscles. Is your trainer free? Not even close. Damn. Okay. Well, like I was the gonna... most opposite of free. Oh. Where if I didn't have an amazing credit card with some room on it, there would Hell not be any yes. training sessions it's worth happening. It. It's worth it. It's worth it. Worth it. Mm, yeah. She's worth it. She's very cool. And she follows us and she subscribed. So. My God. Thank you. Yes. Thanks, Amelia. Um, okay. So. She's listening to this with the volume down right now. <laughs> she probably is. 
<laughs> so they they after this experience, like seeing this haggard old thing and dripping with water in the corner, it was nicknamed the doll was nicknamed the Crone of the Catskills. Um, so the seemingly possessed object grew, drew, uh, interest from paranormal investigators named Dana Matthews and Greg Newkirk. Uh, they were able to acquire the doll for, um, a museum that they own called the traveling museum of the paranormal and occult, which I would totally go to. Nice. Where is it? Um, uh, well, it's traveling, I guess. Um, so <laughs> they collect, um, some of the world's most haunted and cursed objects. And, um, so they collected it. it, it joined their collection and on various occasions, once they took possession of it, uh, the figure was said to knock over furniture and it knocked over a plastic figure of Jesus Christ on a wooden crucifix from the wall, rude. pulling out the nails Whoa. in the process. Okay, less rude actually. And then the nails were never found. Oh, you're right. Oh my God. Liberating Jesus. Well, then this is actually... Maybe he just rose. Oh. Why are we blaming this thing? Hey, what if the nails and the eyes are because it took on Jesus's Oh, my God. It pain. keeps taking on... Oh. Oh. It took Jesus's nails out of the cross and said, you know what? I'll take on this burden for you. That is beautiful. JC. Yes. That's beautiful. And now we are scared of this object? Shame on us. Shame on us. Uh, oh, again, it left muddy footprints all over the, the museum. Okay. Look, it doesn't wipe its feet. Big deal. <laughs> um, And there was... Ooh, they have video footage. I'll have to look this up now. I'm trying to find it. Video footage of the statue actually moving in the museum, like on its own. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. You really buried that one, Brent. <laughs> Brent, you're full of surprises. Every corner we take, it's like, <laughs> whoa. Uh, there was times when heavy furniture toppled over for apparent no apparent reason. Um, uh, so finally, the, they took the doll. They were like, okay, because the doll was rolling off the tables on its own. Mm-hmm. And uh, so finally, they were like, you know what? This is not working for us. Um, People who touched it or even looked at it um, uh, could become violently ill or ending up in freak accidents. Uh, People reported experiencing a burning, itching sensation. Yeah. Uh, If they they gazed... (laughs) No, not there. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like on your shoulder. Oh, weird. Yeah. 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 Gross. That is so yeah, gross. Yeah, me, me too. Burning, yeah. itching sensation on your shoulder is wrong. Uh, if they looked at it for like too long, all of a sudden they start get feeling that sensation. Um, ba, 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 ba. Okay. So people who physically touched the figurine had it worse. Like, why would you even? Uh, they would allegedly become uh, overcome with a sudden sensation of, or no, I'm sorry. I I invented that. It doesn't say sensation. Uh, They would be overcome with a sudden uh, and inexplicable violent seizures. Um, So they, it prompted a very uh, strict no touching rule for the cursed object. Indeed, the crone was soon wrapped up in a pillowcase, stashed in a padlocked box and taken out of the exhibition. Okay. So quick question. This is still the original piece, right? Yeah. I'm riffing a little. Okay. We haven't gotten to the 3D. Not yet. I was, I was like suddenly like, fuck. The background is longer than the actual 3D printing process. I'm into it. I'm into it. I was just making sure I was getting my brain in the right place. Oh yeah. 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 We're still in the piece, even though I'm riffing a ton. Um, (laughs) 
please just please explain your podcast strategy to me right now. I demand I, it. I'll let you know when it's a riff and when it's actually the story <laughs> as Brent wrote it. Thank you. Uh, the reason I riff is so that we can't get sued for plagiarism. Also, we're going to tag him if I he's know. on Twitter. I hope he's and I hope he's cool. Yeah. Um, I hope he drinks. I hope he's <laughs> fun. I hope he lives in LA. We can hang out. Have oh him God, as a guest. That'd be oh my so God. Fun. That would be so fun. Brent, call us. Email us. Um, okay, so they were like, bye. We're wrapping up in this pillowcase. You're going in this box and you're out of here. Um, the statue, not surprisingly, did not respond uh, to these attempts to placate it. Uh, <laughs> things supposedly got so much worse that the directors of the exhibition, who remember, oh, you must remember, they were housing the scariest, most haunted items on the planet. They didn't want it anymore, and they mulled over if they should put the doll back into the cave where it had been found or keep it in the museum. Because once they tried to like get rid of it, things got worse. Yeah. Um, but for now, like to this day, it remains with the museum on a no-touch basis, and it is rarely shown to people because it's that scary. Oof. So... Um, before, um, they could like even contemplate like, okay, so they're contemplating putting it back in the cave it came from. Um, and then they were like, no, never mind, We won't, we won't do that. Um, uh, but then it was decided, uh, to make it the subject of an off the wall experiment thought up by paranormal researchers, Carl Pfeiffer and Connor Randall. They proposed to the owners of this exhibit mm -hmm. Trying what is perhaps the world's first attempt to 3D print a haunted object I love it. while at the same time attempting to communicate with the malevolent, restless entity attached to it via psychic and live streaming the whole thing on a museum members only Facebook page on My Halloween night. Fucking God. I mean, I wish. Now I wish I was on Facebook and. At that time. Um, how fucking amazing is this? I think this article is only a year or two old. Um, so other 3D scanning projects soon followed, including a haunted mask and various cursed idols in a project meant to create a 3D catalog of haunted and cursed objects. Uh, 3D printing a cursed object inhabited by a very pissed off, very aggressive evil force. Uh, what could possibly go wrong? I don't know, Brent. Why don't you tell me? Tell us and then tell us about Tammy's story. <laughs> you, you two-timing angel. Uh, apparently, uh, making 3D prints of these haunted objects had some strange consequences, including freak equipment malfunctions, almost as if the objects did not want to be scanned. And museum founder, Craig, or I mean, Greg Newkirk explained some of the un unexplainable issues. So Greg says, we've had equipment malfunction in bizarre ways. Artifacts mysteriously go missing before we can scan them. And just two weeks ago, we went to print a 3D duplicate of a haunted mask that we've named the Fetid Face. Fetid? Fetid? Is it F-E-T-I-D? Yeah, Fetid. What does that mean? Mm, it's like, uh, like, uh, rotting? Ew. Fetid face. Thank you. And it completely melted the printer. What? Yeah. The mask melted the printer. It destroyed all of their equipment. Um, so some article artifacts are so plagued with problems that no scan can be successfully made at all. On top of this, some of the, th the some of the 3D scan prints have been claimed to have exhibited strange phenomena in their own right 
after the printing process. That's what I wanted to know. Yes. So they said it. it's as if some ghostly energy from uh, the original artifact attached itself to the copies as well. Uh, concerning the strange defiance of being printed shown by some objects and the odd tendency for the prints to mimic certain aspects of the paranormal from their parent Anyway, uh, so the Newkirk, the, the, the paranormal guy, he says, in hindsight, I guess we should have anticipated this, but when it comes to working with haunted artifacts and new unexplored ways, you never know what's going to happen. We're attempting something that's never been done before, laying the groundwork for future study of paranormally active objects. There are going to be quirks we can't see coming. Members will email us and let us know that something strange is happening with their copy. Maybe it's possibly that we've captured more than just the image of these artifacts in the scan. Maybe we're actually capturing a bit of their essence. It seems like with 3D printing, uh, people will try and make or replicate just about everything. And it seems that we have officially stepped into the world of recreating cursed objects. Good idea or not. Probably not. Uh, That's right, Brent. There are some interesting issues this raises, not the least of which is just what quality does an object possess that makes it haunted in the first place and what anchors a spirit or ghost to it. That's what I was wondering. Right. Is it the object itself or some mysterious unseen quality permeating it? Are these prints upsetting or confusing the spirits? Yes. If the object were to be replicated perfectly down to the last molecule, would the entity then be anchored to that thing as well? Or would a curse cling to the replica? It is all a curious little mental exercise to contemplate and a new dimension on the nature of ghosts and cursed items. So fascinating, right? Oh my God. All of the questions that were going through my head, he brought up in the, in that very last paragraph there. I'm fascinated by that. I mean, like I love ghosts. I love Star Trek. I'm super into this. Clearly. Uh, (laughs) This is like, this is so fascinating. It's a whole new world. Fascinating. So you're printing, you're making a 3d print of a haunted thing and now that's haunted as well. So did you duplicate the ghost? Did you 3d print the ghost? Right. And so now do we just have multiples of ghosts? Oh God, everything's, everything is haunted. Multiplying it or are we dividing it? Right. So now it's like, Every like a super haunted object that's been recreated three times is now three mildly haunted objects. You know, it's like a half life. It's like My nuclear God. energy. Oh, I hate it. I hate it all. I hate it all. Um, that <sighs> was great. So cool. Uh, I knew it was going to be great because Brent Swanser fucking <laughs> rocked my article as well. Hell yeah, Brent. Like it was so good that I went back and was like, I got to credit this guy like hardcore. I That's went, how like, I felt. Oh my God. Yes. And no other, like this was my only source. It, you know, Me a too. lot of times there's like five similar mm-hmm. things. No, he is, he's the man. Well, great news. Brent also has interest in haunted television sets. <laughs> uh, so... Let me go through this. That scares me so bad. Um, Basically, okay, so tales of ghosts and television sets have been around almost as long as the medium. Uh, since it first became available to the masses, there have been claims that spectral forces had a way of speaking through them or even using them as platforms. Oh, my God. From which to vault into our world. Um, in the beginning, such reports were most likely due to the public uncertainty of this new technology. Uh, combined with the tendency for earlier TVs to frequently have 
double images or ghost images as they were called. Yeah. Uh, fog, sound distortion, strange static patterns, all of which serve to spook the general and public. And like I told you, I just rewatched Mad Men and they do such a good job of anytime they're watching the TV, it's like terrible fucking reception. Right. You know? And I love that. You forget like, about that stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, That's why everyone sat so close to the TVs back then too. Yeah. Cause it's you like. You would sit so close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aw. Um, one of the earlier publicized accounts of a haunted television set was the one owned by a family in Long Island, New York in 1953. Oh, wow. Uh, it was the Travers family who claimed at the time that their TV was inhabited by the ghost of a woman who would jump out of the background of television shows or creep out from static. Oh, God. The woman's voice was also said to echo out from the TV, even when it was turned off or even unplugged completely. No. The story was so well known that it was featured in an issue of the New York Times. (gasps) But when curious reporters flocked to the residence to try to get evidence of the haunting, the spectral woman appeared to be shy and never appeared to anyone except the family. It's like trying to take a video of my cat, you know? He's just I swear, poof, gone. I swear he's very cute. <laughs> I swear he was really enjoying this toy. You missed it. <laughs> um, another very eerie, eerie and widely circulated story occurred in 1968 when a woman in Minnesota claimed that an outstretched hand reached out from the black murk beyond the screen of her unplugged television and pressed its palm right up against the glass. Jesus! The startled woman managed to take a photograph of the allegedly (gasps) ghostly hand as it began to fade away, and the pictures have made the rounds ever since. Oh my god. According to the woman and her husband, the same hand appeared on one other occasion as well about a year before. The photo itself is creepy but rather inconclusive, and if you're wondering, I sure do have the picture. I was just going to ask Are you. Ready? You. Yes, I'm ready. Okay, here it is. Oh, God. <gasps> oh, my God. It just looks it's like just a, a hand. hand dangling down in the TV set. Yeah. But, I mean, it's like oh my. the 60s. I don't know how they could, like, erase the rest of that guy. You know I, what I mean? Know. Yeah. I, uh, they couldn't Photoshop that back then. I don't think so. It basically just looks like a hand dangling down inside of the TV so set. It's a left hand. Yeah. Well, we'll post that for sure with okay. the, this episode drop. But that is... Cute TV, so though. Adorbs. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Not great quality, uh, you know, footage. A little staticky, but they uh, were doing the best they could in the They 60s. were doing the best they could. In that is creepy. The whole phenomenon of ghosts trying to communicate with the living through de- uh, such devices gained much traction in later years and became known by paranormal researchers as instrumental transcommunication or ITC. Ooh. Uh, the ITC phenomena is said to occur on devices as varied as television sets, radios, computers, handheld devices such as iPhones, and even fax machines, <gasps> although the best-known form of it is called electronic voice phenomena or EVP. EVP. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so EVP is a part of ITC. Stop it. Who knew? Oh, you are learning so much. Mm-hmm. EVP break. <laughs> <laughs> I felt that too. <laughs> I know. I felt it. I knew it was going to come. I had to. I had to. <laughs> Um, okay. So, uh, one of the pioneers of using televisions to try and pick up signals from the dead was a German ITC researcher named Klaus Schreiber, uh, who used an apparatus that he called the Vidokamen, 
Vidokamen. Hold on. Let me try to say it without a Russian Vidokamen. accent. Vidokamen. I, I can only... It sounds German when I'm saying it. Or, it or not German. German. It's sounding Russian. Vidokamen. Vidok, Vidok. I, mean, I don't know how to tell you this, but I think that beer had alcohol in it. No. Know I'm All of them? I'm very upset. <laughs> I had to pace myself because my bladder's full, filled up again. Oh, my God. I I'm know. I'm very just... jealous of you because I, like, chugged my... Look how upsetting the situation is. We have so many empty bottles here. <sighs> I would drink more, but I have to tinkle, and I know we've got a great up close and personal in its way. Mostly what I'm worried about is that Brent's going to be disappointed in us. Oh, my God, Brent. <laughs> we don't want to let you down. I don't want to let you down. We're trying to have a German accent, and it's coming out Russian. I'm sorry. Deep. Just had to make it into a Broadway show. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Okay, so I'm not blah, blah, blahing you, Brent. I'm blah, blah, blahing the fact that I have something else to read and I'm a fucking drunk idiot. So. Did you hear my last research? I, I mean, love, it was not my finest. I would never judge you. But. We're both drunk. But. Okay, so. Okay, so. Hold on, because this is important. Okay. Klaus Schreiber. Okay. And then, okay, this loop that he created um, with this device that I can't pronounce uh, was said to produce dramatic results with various faces blooming out from the white noise on sets. Mm -hmm. And on one occasion, an actress from Austria named Romy Schneider supposedly clearly appeared on a television in one such session years after her death. Uh, in 1986, another researcher and ph physicist named Ernst Senkowski claimed to have attained a clear, unmistakable image of a spirit from a TV set. In this case, a brief feed of video was picked up depicting... Oh, Brent, that's hard to say when I've been drinking. Brent, I wish you would just be here and read it. Up depicting the spirit of a dead EVP researcher named Hannah Bushbeck, who had Whoa. died in 1978. Ooh. In the video, she allegedly appeared recognizable, yet much younger than she had been when she died. Okay. And then the last story I will read uh, is about this other guy, um, a Swedish film producer who was also one of the early pioneering researchers of the ITC phenomenon. Uh, his name was Friedrich Jungerson, and he died in 1987. Uh, Jungerson purportedly, not reportedly, <laughs> sent out a telepathic message to fellow researcher Claude Thorlin. Oh, that is me. Dying. I am reading your mind. You're Claude. I am Claude. I'm Friedrich. Friedrich. I Friedrich. hear you. Uh, I am dying. Oh, no. Oh, I, no. I have I a am, sense that you are dying. I am telling you. Oh, no. When I die. Yes. I intend to try and send out a message on oh, the television. I will turn on my television. During my funeral. Oh, no. Now it's French. Okay. <laughs> Look, all They're of Europe French sounds German. the same. They're okay. sound the same. So Thorlin skipped the funeral to stay home and try to record the bizarre event. At the exact moment of the funeral, Jungerson's spirit was said to have appeared on Thorlin's television screen just as promised. Stop it. And was said to be clearly the image of the dead man. No! Interestingly, when he was alive, Jungerson had a hobby of recording bird songs. He claimed that one day he had been listening to a playback of one such that he had... I skipped so many words. <laughs> 
so I'm following this guy that died yeah he loved birds loved birds mm-hmm. recorded birds and mm-hmm. he was listening one time and he heard his mother his dead mother saying friedrich you're being watched friedel my little friedel can you hear me tweet 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 tweet, tweet. uh with friedel being the pet name only his mother had known and <gasps> called him by Okay, is so cute. So I now, think winged creatures are little angels. So now here's the picture of the guy that died and then the picture that showed up on the set. Oh my God. Okay. okay, okay. So the left, I don't know why it's like upside down and shit, but on the left, that's the guy oh. that died and on the right, that's the picture on the set. <gasps> oh, I mean, it's definitely him, right? Yeah, that's definitely him. I mean, that would be, you know, that's yeah, absolutely him. him. Yeah. Okay. Holy crap. So congrats to that guy. They did it. You know, he did it. He made a promise and he kept it. I want us to do that. Okay. I will telepathically communicate to you. I'll where show you can, TV, yeah, but I and, won't do it during like important things. Yeah. Everyone, everyone at the funeral will be like, those bitches skipped their best friend's funeral. And it's like, no, 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 no. She said, she don't said go. She said to go and watch, watch the TV. TV. <laughs> um, Watching America's Got Talent, just waiting to see her. So long story short. Televisions. Televisions. Haunted as fuck. Definitely. Makes me think of Poltergeist. Yes. They're here. Exactly. Which I won't watch. I just know it because you did that episode. So good. Yeah. Such a good show. So scary. Such a good movie. Movie. (laughs) I've always found televisions really scary, to be honest. Okay. Soup's scary. Um, Because... When so like the tube TVs, when you would turn them off at nighttime, like if yeah. the room was totally dark, you could still see the images. There was an after. Yeah, yeah, and that, that always fucking freaked me out. Mm-hmm. And then growing up in the eighties, because mm-hmm. we're I am so old. I remember having like the little like antenna on the TV and, yep. you know, having to get up and turn the knobs to get a different totally. channel. And a lot of times like static and images would cross over a little oh, bit yeah. between channels and like you would get a little bit of something else like crossing over with the Absolutely. show you're trying to watch. Mm-hmm. And you would like smack the TV set to like, you know, get, get it, the image straight. But it always felt to me very, very spooky. And when we started doing research on the paranormal ages ago, um, for our shows and stuff, it seemed like a lot of times TVs would turn on when they were unplugged. It just seemed like a very common, I don't know. There's just something about it. They're, they're like a portal, man. Yeah. They're spooky. I mean, it's like the whole point is to like receive signals. So. Yes, exactly. And that's what ghosts are all about. And that's why I have a very strict no TV in the bedroom policy. It's not just because like it's disruptive. But for me, energetically, I cannot. I hate staying in hotels because they always have a TV facing the bed. And it fucks with me. Like, I hate, hate it. Interesting. Yeah. it's There's too much frequency coming off of it, even when it's plugged in. So I feel like you have to unplug that shit. Microwaves and TVs. Unplug that shit. Amy yes? hates to have yeah. a clock that's working properly on her I electronics. Do not like it. I did not like it. Amy, do you want to hear this up ghost and personal? I so badly do. <sighs> yes. It's so good. And oh. now I'm worried because I'm a little drunk, but I hope I'll just you do it justice. You will do it justice. Yes. Okay. Just hold on. We are so grateful for getting an up ghost and personal. It's so good. And it's so fucking good. Oh my okay. God. Are you ready? Yes. And this is from a total stranger. Yes. They all are, I guess. But we've had some friends. So like, yes. We're excited. Uh, okay. Sorry. Okay. I shouldn't have said that. Take that out. <laughs> 
Take it out. I won't take it out. I'm going to take it out. You don't edit the podcast. I do when I say something I don't want in it. That's true. That's true. Well, you're not a, fr- a stranger anymore, friend. You're not a stranger. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Okay. Tell me about it. Here it goes. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. You ready? Yes. Okay. Uh, oh, you know what? I oh, forgot to write down the uh, <laughs> subject of this email. <laughs> Wait, wait, I have it right here. I know what it is because I saw the email. The subject, subject of the and that's email all I saw. is haunted homeless shelter. Oh my God. Amazing. Ooh. Oh, look, I've got my thing. I don't even have to read it off of here. Okay, great. Yeah, you have your email access. Haunted homeless shelter. Nothing I would have ever <clears throat> thought to research, by the way. Yeah, I'm very impressed. Wow. Okay, here we go. Okay. Hey guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Hey Love it. I love that. My name is Samantha Lawrence, but I go by Larry. Sam is crazy common and I hate it. <laughs> oh, Lawrence, <laughs> Larry. Yes. Uh, I was recently a grad student at Emporia State University and doing an internship at Plum Place in Emporia, Kansas. Congrats. Congrats on that. Plum Place is a homeless shelter for women uh, that has been serving women in the community since 1920. Mm-hmm. It's a great place to work and does so much for women by providing a safe space and a temporary place to live. Oh, that's amazing. It is also hella haunted. Okay, now we're getting <laughs> into we it. And it's Here very amazing. Hey The house was built in the 1870s. Has been this and has been the site of many deaths. Most natural, sickness and age and all that. I'm not sure how many people died here, but I know several of the ghosts. Mm. First, my personal experiences. Oh my gosh. Uh and then all of this is listed kind of like point by point. Oh, I love that. Okay. Uh, I've heard thumps in response to questions. <gasps> I've heard faint piano music. There is a haunted piano. More on that later. <laughs> I have heard humming behind me. Oh, God. I've seen orbs in person, in pictures, and on the security cameras. <gasps> I saw someone in a white lacy dress walk into the room behind me, Shut but up. she, I assume she, never came around the other side. Oh, my God. I was around four other people and no one else saw this. I've heard sighing and footsteps. I have felt like I was being watched sometimes when I walk into a room or sometimes suddenly out of nowhere. And recently, last night, I walked out of the house and noticed the light in the office, the locked one in the oldest part of the house was on and had not been when I arrived. I was leaving at about 5 a.m., and I know for a fact the light was not on when I got there, and no one has a key to that room but the director. Gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So those are literally all personal encounters, right? Oh, my God. And totally selfishly, like, it happened to her at 5 a.m., and then she emailed us. (gasps) And I love that. Thank you. We just want to be a safe place for haunted people to come to. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The next section is some things I've heard from residents. Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. This place is so fucking haunted. Uh, they have heard people talking downstairs in the middle of the night. They feel watched. They smell old perfume or cigar smoke. They hear the piano play, often just a single note in the middle of a conversation. Oh. There is a, quote, lady in white seen in the upstairs kitchen. Things disappear and reappear in impossible places. Oh, my God. Several ladies witnessed baby shoes walk across the floor and disappear. Um... Stop it. That makes me think of the Lowe's bathroom experience. Oh my God, the little baby feet. Oh, so oh no, I got to hate it. I hate it. I hate it. 
What? What was this place? We often hear footsteps and people have been seen peeking out of the windows in parts of the house that are uninhabited Jesus. or empty at the oh, time. Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. Part of the basement is locked, partly because it's old and dangerous, partly because people feel like there is a very dark presence down there. A resident felt her bed shake and move once. Uh, a different resident came in saying that she had seen someone walk past the window in a room that had been locked for days. Gosh. A resident saw a woman standing in her room just chilling. <laughs> <laughs> hey, girl, what you doing? Crosswords? <laughs> mm, Sudoku. Sudoku. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, the ballroom, uh, people have heard parties going on up there, footsteps, music, and the like. Wow. There's an intelligent presence up there that will almost always answer questions with knocks if you ask nicely. Wow. The closet doors rattle and the door to the fire escape often opens and slams shut on its own. People hear <laughs> so the, scared. the maid's bell, which was used to summon the maid or butler back in the day. This bell is uninstalled and hasn't worked since oh. the 30s, but oh. we still hear it. Oh my God. I've heard keys going into locks and doors opening when no one was there. Occasionally, I'll be trying to unlock a door and we'll meet resistance as if someone's on the other side and doesn't want to let me in. One time, the gas heater in the old office kicked in. The heaters that haven't been connected to the gas since the 1930s. Stop it. Fucking stop. I can't. I cannot handle this. The chandelier will spin. No. No. (laughs) The girls often see shadows and doors close on their own. Sighs and voices can be heard uh, in the oldest town. I don't know what that means. Oldest? In the oldest's own? I don't know. Yeah, Maybe a typo. Uh, as well as a lot of technology issues. <gasps> technology. And the house cats. Hey. Yes, house cats. Often react to someone we can't see. Rolling on their backs, purring, looking up at someone who isn't there, etc. Mm. I've also noticed that when something happens to me, like the keys jingling, piano music, etc., almost every time something will happen that night in regards to the residents. Cops will be called. Someone will get hurt, etc. So thanks for the heads up, ghosties. <laughs> Even now, as I am typing this email, I feel like I'm not alone in my office anymore. They always seem to know when people are talking about them. <gasps> Do okay, they ready? know right now that I'm we're talking about them? Oh I'm my really gosh. glad the sun's up. Oh, gosh. So I was telling my supervisor about your amazing podcast, and she filled me in on some stories that I was unaware of. Stories the residents don't know either for good reason. What? Apparently, there was more than one resident who was obsessed with the occult. As a homeless shelter, we always have residents with mental health issues, including schizophrenia and other illnesses that may cause delusions and hallucinations. In one room, these all happen in the old part of the house, Obvi, the residents had schizophrenia and suddenly became very introverted and secluded. They would find her in her room staring blankly at the closet for hours on end. The resident ended up having a psychotic break and attempting suicide slash overdose. When they were cleaning out her room, they found an upside-down pentagram in her closet. This same resident had been seen on the surveillance camera standing outside by the smoking area. The recording showed her standing in one spot, staring up at the camera for two hours. Oh, Paranormal oh, activity style. God, oh God, I am I, so I know, scared right? right now. I'm like looking around <laughs> everywhere. Okay. This, Thank God it's this daytime. This one got me. This one oh, got me oh. really bad. Jesus. Here's the one that got me. 
like emotionally got you or oh, scared got you? Scared got me. I can't handle this. I'm going to okay. shit this couch I have, and I don't oh, even have poo Snoopy. in my colon right oh my now. God. Snoopy. I'm going to pull okay. a Snoopy. Here we go. <laughs> I'm going to shit my Snoopy panties. Uh, wait, wait till you hear this sentence come out of my mouth. Are you ready? I'm, I don't think I'm ready because every sentence that's come out of your mouth in this up close and personal has scared the piss Larry. out of me. Larry, you're traumatizing Larry, us. Like, we're going to okay, need to pause the scene so I could pee. Oh okay. God. Oh God. It's done. It's I'm ready. No, I can't gotta get through. You got to go through to get out. Okay. <laughs> Another great, oh God, I have to say this out loud. Another not so great thing I learned was the story of the dead crow. Oh no, Tammy, your spirit animal. Oh no. Fuck my stupid life. Crow's the dead crow. Okay, this means some shit. Oh, I'm getting teary. This is what oh, happens. Okay. Okay. Here we go. I'm, okay. getting, I'm getting out of this. We can do this. <laughs> we can do this. Home stretch. Two of the residents who did not get along each separately reported a dead crow in the hall. <gasps> each thought the other had left it as a threat slash intimidation tactic. When my supervisor went back to check the camera footage, the crow comes out of nowhere. Literally, it is not there one minute and then just bleaks into existence. Oh, God, Stop fuck. it. Oh, my Stop fucking, it. Oh, my butt. Oh, my God. Your butt. <laughs> oh, my butt. <laughs> my butt doesn't like it. There's going to be some nervous pooping okay. happening God, in two three, two. Okay. <laughs> also, there's a different room upstairs where a resident overdosed and died. And now if we put a resident in that room with substance abuse issues, the resident relapses every mm. time without fail. We refuse to put residents with certain mental illnesses in the pentagram room as they almost always have issues, relapse, suicide attempts, psychotic breaks, etc. Whoa. It can be interesting trying to juggle and rotate residents because the house will literally drive them crazy. Oh, gosh. I also want to point out that the residents who report seeing and hearing ghosty things do not have a history of hallucinations. Anyway, Holy thanks shit. again for keeping me company <laughs> on these spooky, lonely nights. I love you guys. Oh, my God. Larry, we kind of hate you right now. Larry, I love you I so love you. much. I and love I you. also, I, uh, Tammy uh, said the word hate, but I think what uh, we're meaning to say is you just I'm tortured us for a solid dying. 10 minutes. Dying. Okay. That was probably the best up close okay. personal we've ever received. Is there There's more? a little bit, which is a tiny Stop bit more. It. But I'm going to go is pee. Important. Okay. Stop it. I'm so, going to pee my pants. Super important. This oh is a homeless shelter and a nonprofit. So if you or anyone else would be wonderful and kind enough to donate, here's the link. Uh, plumplace.org slash donate and it's P-L-U-M-B-P-L-A-C-E dot org slash donate. We would all really appreciate it. Any donations go directly to help us, uh, to helping us help and house the homeless women and just generally keeping the lights on. Oh, and did I mention I work overnights here all night alone? So please, dear God, keep the lights on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds like there's a few ghosts keeping the lights on for you, Larry. Thank uh, you so much. Love Oh, the pod. my gosh. Anyway, thanks for keeping me company these long, spooky nights. Much love, Larry. And then P.S., we've had paranormal investigators, and there's some images that they've captured that is that are attached on here. We'll give credit. It's um, Flint Hills Paranormal. We'll give credit to that. And oh then God. we will post all of these because... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I refuse to show these to Amy. She will piss her pants. I'm going to go pee. You're going to vamp for 15 seconds I will. I go it pee. says, enjoy, stay boozy. Oh, my God. Larry. There's so many pictures. There's so many pictures. There's Don't so many look. pictures. Don't look. Okay. You can vamp. I can You want to vamp for 15 seconds? You can have I have things to say. Seconds? Yeah, girl. Watch this. Okay. Watch this. Okay. Amy's literally running down the hall. You know what this tells me? First of all, I could have just paused it. I was offering to pause it. She didn't want me to pause it. She wanted to pee in 15 seconds. 
here's what I'm telling you. There's no way she's going to wash her hands. Is there any possible way she's going to wash her hands? Also, Larry, besides the fact that I adore this story, you literally scared the piss out of Amy. You actually... <laughs> she was pulling up her pants when she ran down the hall. Back and back. Um, that was like 20 seconds. I, I could amazing. not stop peeing. Like, it just kept coming out. I was like, that's enough now. It was so Don't much stop Tammy. It. You'll get a UTI. <sighs> I blame Larry. Larry. I had to pee. Also, Banshees and Booze is complete. One hundred percent making a donation oh, a to Fun Place because I think that's so important. And thank you, Larry, for your work there and for those stories. This and I can't sounds... believe you listened to us while you're working there overnight. That's a that's a great and terrible idea. <laughs> that is a great and terrible idea. I hope we make you laugh. This sounds like probably the most haunted place in America. It like really fuck Savannah does. and fuck Charleston and New the, Orleans. And New Orleans the yeah. most haunted place is Plum Place. Oh my god, I would love to go there. I would love to go there too. I would love too. to go there and we could volunteer for a little while. That'd be oh so my fun. Gosh. And then piss our pants at night. You know, I just pretty much almost pissed my you pants really just by did. listening she to this story. She couldn't even wait for me to pause it. She just left. I didn't want to edit all of it, so I was just like, just vamp. How did the vamping go? Is it good? Well, I guess you'll find out, won't you? Oh, shit. Now I know of one listener we'll have of this episode. <laughs> this is a really interesting, because I actually made some notes prior to recording and this is kind of spooky stop it um one of the notes that i made what does that very last note say addiction equals ghosts holy fuck yeah so i wanted to bring up and i was like oh i feel like this is an interesting topic i kind of want to crowdsource and Mm -hmm. um one so i'm working on a one one woman show based on my time in a rehab treatment facility for a year to treat my anorexia which was just a drug and alcohol. What happened? I wrote that exact sentence recently. To treat my anorexia? No, I wrote addiction as ghosts. What? Where did I write that? Were we talking about it? No. Did we talk about this? No. Did we really not talk about this? We never talked about I'm a correlation really with addicts and ghosts. I'm fucking freaked out right now because I literally wrote this recently. We, I wrote this down right before you knocked on the door. It was like a week ago. Oh. I think I wrote about it. Holy fuck. What? I'm very freaked out. Okay. Right okay. Well, well, the director okay. that I'm working with is yeah. fascinated by the fact she knows about the podcast. And so we're focusing on the story of it's com. We always write it. I'm writing it as a comedy, like right. a dark comedy, sure. right? Um, about my time in this treatment center where I was like this for a long time, the only person with an eating disorder, whereas I was work- in the center with drug and alcohol, Mm -hmm. um, patients. And so, but it was really just to treat like the mental disease of addiction. And so I stayed for almost a year. Here I am. I'm alive. Things are good. Hey, Hey, what are you going to do? Can't take me down. Um, so she, my director who is amazing, by the way, she's the fucking badass, like the baddest of badasses. Yeah. Lauren Weedman. Oh, did you, were you, yeah. That's nope. not who I thought it was. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's why it's I asked off mic. Lauren Weedman, okay. and I'm saying it a lot because I'm going to promote the shit out of this when it opens on September 5th, 2019 at oh Second God. City Hollywood at 9 p.m. Yes. Um, That's a good slot. Thank you. That is a good slot, right? The show's not written, um, but it's going up. That's how we do it. That's how we roll. She insists and is fascinated. She thinks there's a correlation between my paranormal experiences as a child and my being in tune with like the psychic and like energies 
And she's like, I feel like there is something between with addicts and the paranormal. Mm -hmm. I really do. And she wants me to include my personal paranormal experiences in my, as from a, as a child in the show. And I'm like, Oh, I feel like that's just layering on. It's either going to be a show, a ghost story. It's going to be a story about addiction. Mm -hmm. She's like, no, this is, this is a personal story. And you had all these paranormal experiences as a kid even, and all these fears. And then it, it transpired into like you becoming like obsessed with food. And she's like, do you think that you almost wanted to become a ghost? You were so fascinated with ghosts that like, you know, you, mm-hmm. you were interested in what, what was on the other side so badly that you were, you know, anyway. So it got me thinking, and I wanted to bring it up in this episode, not knowing what Larry's story was about do addicts have, because they're hypersensitive, obviously, and I know it many, um, and they've all had a lot of experiences with the paranormal. So I was just wondering, and this is kind of like a crowdsourcing question is, our addiction and paranormal experiences they do they go hand in hand not because you're having like a psychotic breakdown as a lot of people might want to blame but because you're so sensitive and you are really breaking down your walls and doing the work to try to heal that you become so open maybe or because you're numbing yourself right mm-hmm. so even before treatment like actually when i was in treatment i had no experiences at all it was always before pre sickness mm-hmm. and then post treatment during treatment zilch um, so I don't know. I was just, I was just very curious. And so anyway, I just found that really fascinating because Larry talked a lot about that room and how people who had never relapsed before suddenly were relapsing. Mm. And, you know, my psychic let me know that an entity attached itself to yeah. me when I was at my most sick and we had to do this whole process to release it. And she said it was literally draining me of my en- like energy mm-hmm. and that it was making me worse. And so I don't know. I just thought that was a really interesting, like, I swear I'm going to dig through my thing now. Cause I, I want to see what I wrote about that. Yeah. That's it's so weird that we were both talking about that. That is so spooks and spooky. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm per- personally struggling with trying to write the ghost stuff into this show about anorexia <laughs> and mental illness and addiction and disease. And we'll I'll figure out the, the, the way to incorporate it subtly. <laughs> but I'm like, what the hell? So that, but that actually inspired me. I feel like it does go hand in hand almost, yeah. right? Like the really sensitive people are more prone to addiction or mm-hmm. and men- mental disease, and we are also way more prone to experiencing the paranormal. So mm-hmm. fascinating. Well, if you have show notes for Amy, yeah, please email them to us. I want to say oh, one more thing, real yeah. quick. Um, I do believe our next episode drop. <gasps> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm so excited. <laughs> Let's see. This this episode yeah, is yeah, dropping yeah. on the tw- okay, oh it yeah, will be our next one. So guess what? Your next two episodes are going to be maybe two. I don't know. We have but to figure no, out what one it or two. Like. Uh-huh. We'll see, or one really long one. Um, Tammy and I are staying on board overnight uh-huh. on the Queen Mary. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! We I don't know why we're fucking doing this, but we are, and and so we're we're booked to stay overnight. We're going to mm-hmm. do the paranormal ship walk, yep. and then we are going to lock ourselves in a stateroom. Oh god. <laughs> Okay. why we're bringing the equipment and all the booze and all part of the equipment so much byob happening um bring your own banshees bring your own booze <laughs> so uh yeah so guess what your next episode or two will be um uh from the queen, from mary. The queen mary we will be aboard the queen mary yep. and uh we don't know what 
is going to happen. I have no idea. I we'll just know see. I'm going to pee myself. I couldn't hold it in for fucking the, the ghost in personal. It's, There's going to be so much peeing happening. It's coming, yeah. Yeah, only one bathroom. We're going to have to get a love toilet and just Oof. go sit on it together. I'm okay with that. We're, we're that close. <laughs> we are. I peed in front of you so many yeah, times. Same. So many times. It's just more convenient. It's so convenient. Um. So yeah. So uh. So please, please, please don't miss those episodes. And it's please so donate. Well, we can add the link. Um. You know, in in this uh Instagram post that yeah. we post. But um. To yeah. Plumhouse. Yeah. To Plumhouse because that's so. Oh, it's amazing, and I yeah. really want to go. It sounds really haunted. Sounds oh God, really amazing. Oh God. So please follow us on Instagram for all that info at Banshees and Booze. And follow us on Twitter at Banshees and Booze. Email us your own UpGhost and Personal stories, even though it's never going to top Larry, I dare you, uh-huh. to uh, UpGhostAndPersonal at gmail.com. Or sub- oh. Yeah, and you can click the link uh, if you've seen a ghost at BansheesAndBooze.com. We have a really cool website. We do. It's um, really cute. Are you sure you don't want to show me those pictures? Do you want to see them? I'll show you later. Okay, show me later. Because I have to pee now. Okay, okay, okay. Show me later and we'll post them on Instagram. Okay. Uh, and remember, Tammy, if you see a ghost... I'm too scared. I'm going to piss my pants. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Amy, yes, really, Tammy. really quickly, yes? if you see a ghost... Oh, unplug your TV. Yeah, God damn it. Get unplug. out of here. No, I have to go. go. I'm go, sorry. Go. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye. 3D print a toilet. Bye.